around us. It's in our minds. It's in our spaces. Melissa is a hopeful who simplifies organizing. Angel is a curious idealist who clarifies complexities. Together, we take on the mental overwhelm and cluttered spaces to spark conversations that lead to clearing chaos. And we're back. Did you like that? <laughs> For another episode of Clearing Chaos. Clearing. So what sparked your your chaos this week, Angel? Been thinking a little bit about um like professionalism, the things that we should or shouldn't do in a professional environment, the goals that I should have. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, you know, I think that's an all-the-time conversation in my head. Like, oh, I should do this. I should do that. I should give a f- I should and shouldn't. I should and I shouldn't do that anymore. Who is it? There's, there's someone that says words that we should remove from our va- vocabulary and should is one of those words. I agree with that statement. I had a, I have a, uh, a mentor slash coach slash uh, just this, this consultant that I've been learning from for a lot of years. And uh, she says, you shouldn't shut on people. Yeah, I will never, I'm not even going to try to say that one. Took me what, two episodes to get collaboration ship, little emojis dropping like chocolate chips. It's going to be, if I try your should have quotes. Well, and it goes, it could go back to the Yoda version, do or do not. There is no, oh, yeah, yeah, I do love Yoda. Huh? <laughs> maybe maybe it's do or do not, there is no should, because should doesn't really matter. Like, who decides what that even means? Yeah. Maybe that's just a filler word that we're accustomed to using. Oh, I should, but it's effort, I'm out. Oh, I should, but I don't want to be responsible for that. Yeah, it's. It, yeah. It's always but. There's always a but that goes along with it. There's a should but. Maybe that's like, another word. Maybe that's like a should but. one word and then a word combo. Like let's just eliminate should and should but from the vocabulary because I feel like, like should that. is setting you up to make your excuse. Yeah, and it's usually used in a pair with have. I should have done that. You should have done this. Yeah, I should have stopped after one cup of coffee. Three later, you're welcome. And then because we have these expectations in our mind of what should or should not be, we put this guilt on ourselves that is really unnecessary. From your experience, where do you get those expectations set in your mind from? That's a loaded question because I think it's everywhere, really. Think about professional expectations based off of examples of people you've seen be successful in the businesses you've worked in. Examples of the perfect relationship, the perfect house, the perfect car, the perfect, all of these things between examples that we've seen in the media or examples of what we've seen to find a success in our lives, create these shoulds. These are the things that we should do to get to this point so that we can be happy or be successful. So do you think the shoulds that we have in our mind are the idyllic pathway that's formed to the end result being happiness? I don't think happiness is a destination. I think happier is the goal to always be taking actions that lead to a happier life. And we could go down a whole rabbit hole and talk about some of Tal Ben-Shahar's work. Staying on the topic of should or should not, I think a, a good kind of centering thought for me comes from Mark Manson. He wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Bleep. Yeah. 
I need my sound effects, but it's not here. (laughs) French fry. Uh, (laughs) The subtle art of not giving a French fry. Right? Because mom tags. Yeah. I like that. Well, because we've only got so many French fries to give, right? In this right? world. Like there's only so many hours in a day. There's only so many days in a in a week or a year. And we only have so many years in our life. And we only have so many French fries to give. And so we have to be really strategic about the French fries that we, or that the, we things, the things that we choose to give a French fry about. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of ties into like the who we want to spend our time with. Do you deserve a fry? Are you worthy of a fry? Nope. 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 No. And now I'm hungry. But (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because there are very few people I would actually share fries with, like Mm -hmm. legit fries and then F word fries. I always want you to give one to me, but I'm very selective about if I give one to you. And now that I'm thinking that out loud, I'm like, dang. Like that, these other people only have so many French fries of their own to give. I should be on everyone's French fry list. You shouldn't shut on yourself. Well played, Angel. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So how do you determine who gets a fry? Removing that should word from your brain and then diving more into the giving a part of it. How does that play out in your head? It goes back to the exchange of fries. I want to give a fry all the time about everything. But you have to be careful because you'll meet people who will just want to take all your French fries and not give any back to you. And when you have people in your life that are like that, you have to draw a line somewhere. Be like, you know what? I've given a lot of French fries and this is taking a lot of my time and energy. I I need to separate myself from this energy vampire. That's good. There are certain people in your life, of course, that you could give all the French fries to. You know, when I think about like my son and my husband... And my dad, my brother, you know, my family, the people that I know I love are going to be in my life forever. Endless supply of French fries that I hold back for them, right? Outside of that, there's a very limited supply. And so I'm, I'm very careful about like who, who I let into my life and who I, you know, put that time and energy and, and investment into. If they don't deserve a fry, then they're probably just going to drain from your supply. Well, and part of it is really paying attention to what they're spending their fries on, you know? So like if I, if I'm interacting with somebody and they're caring about all of this stuff that doesn't really matter and it's causing them all of this stress and negativity and it's just this endless cycle of this pen is pink. This pen is supposed to be blue. It should be blue. I don't like that it's not blue. So I'm going to sit here for three hours and talk about how upset I am about this pink pen not being blue. When in reality, it doesn't frying matter. Right, exactly. Is this really out of, you have a limited supply in this. This pen, the color of this pen is what you're going to choose to give it on. Like, Wait, what was that? Hang on. We had a quote. We were reading through that because I haven't read that book yet, but it is on my audio playlist for the library right after the book I'm listening to now. That's my next audio book, which would be an interesting transition. But there was (laughs) that one we were talking about earlier about like, oh, the self-improvement is really about prioritizing better values, choosing better things to give a fry about. It's like, yes. if, you're, if your value is about being butthurt about a pen. Uh, it might be time to reassess. Like, really. And I mean, I think that takes a lot of self-awareness and examination. Like, what are the things that I'm choosing to care about that I don't need to be caring about? Like, what are the things that I'm wasting yeah. my time on? Yeah. I'd be curious, too, because people like that, I don't continue the conversation with. For, mm-hmm. for me, I, I stopped doing that years ago, but, you know, throughout my own growth journey, throughout my own experiences, 
now looking back, I kind of part of it would be curious, but like, I wonder what's really, what's their real problem? Because it's not the pen. There's something it's not else. The, it's never the pen that they're aggressive about, but they don't have the words or the space or the ability to fix it. So now it's nitpicking at all the little things that aren't really substantial to a productive life. Yeah. Curious. Like, I think a good test to see what kind of headspace you're in is to drive through like really bad traffic, which by itself is something to get super frustrated and annoyed about. But like, how do you react to that scenario? Can you just, okay. I've only got so many to give. I'm not going to let myself get upset about this. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to flip on an audio book and I'm just going to chill while I get through this. No. I can't control it. That's 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 what I do. I'm going to say like 19 year old angel would like cuss and scream out the windows. Um, But that was Chicago traffic and a younger version of myself. Oh, see, that all depends on did I get enough sleep and the staff level throughout the week? Because because even traffic now, I'm just like. There are days, like scroll drop-off line, that I just can't. I just, mommy needs a nap, and it's only seven in the morning. <laughs> okay, so going back to that quote, um, prioritizing better values, even further than that, like knowing what your values are and realizing, like how how do you come to that realization that you're, what you're doing doesn't align with your values and the things you're trying to accomplish and things mm. that are important to you? I think that's hard. Like that's heavy to itself because there's a lot of the should behind that, especially the generations or the race or the way you're brought up. Like, you know, right now, I mean, I should be married with another kid and, you know, making more money based on my age and should not fit in that box. Should, or I should be, I should be the stay-at-home mom while my husband is out the breadwinner being the breadwinner like I don't I don't fall into those traditional buckets yeah I think that speaks a lot to what we actually value in the everyday life and it's not the shoulds that you have in mind for me I like that that's a hard conversation to have with sometimes french fry people french fry people Try people. I wish we would have had this conversation years ago when I was separating from my son's dad because the shoulds and fries that were assumed upon me, I wish I had the knowledge and this this kind of self-awareness to have those conversations better. Because what would you what would you tell that version of yourself right now? Their shoulds do not, you know, they don't build up your value. Just because you've been told you should give them a fry doesn't mean they deserve one. Your fry, your choice. Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could have used this seven years ago. Your fry, your choice. You know, it, um, we see. I see a lot of stuff about choosing happiness because, and and the the perspective behind it is all about choosing the perspective that you want to focus your time and attention on. And so people who are stuck in that fries lying everywhere mindset, I think it can be, I think it can be more difficult to see that as an option, like choose happiness. You try choosing happiness when this is going wrong and this is going wrong and this is going wrong. And I've been guilty of that myself falling into that negative headspace. So I think having some very like specific things that you can do to choose what you're going to put your time and attention on or choose what you're going to choose what you're going to give a fry about can be a good practice schedule that time with yourself what are what are some things that you do to keep yourself out of that and prioritize your fries how do you prioritize Prioritize my fries (laughs) 
I mean, that's kind of kind of like what I don't know if we were saying it earlier today or another time, you know, we've shared space, but it's creating your values, right? Like we were saying earlier, you have to place your values. You have to know what you want. And for me, being very clear about where I want to spend my time, how I want to spend my time, who I want to spend my time, and the picture I'm building, the picture I'm creating causes me to check it. Because you get in those moments, and I know we've talked about it, and I just get in those moments where I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't want to give a fry to anybody. <laughs> I want to sit here and eat them all by myself with extra, you know, salt and dipping and maybe just melt tea. <laughs> and nobody gets the fries because you're all poo heads, right? You know, like, but then you recognize you're in that space. You're like, right, oh. And really, you're giving a fry about all of the things that you don't want to give a fry about. Yes. Yeah. Because I want to eat them all. And everybody, it's hard. It's freaking hard. That's, I mean, that's, that's when I know. That's when I'm like, okay, I better, I better connect with Angel. I better, I better call me in half. I better check myself before I wreck myself a little more kind of things. But being hyper aware of where I want to be and how I value things and how I prioritize things. And is that really worth the effort today? No, no, it's sure not. Do I have the energy today? Nope. No, and that's okay. Tomorrow I'll have a fresh bucket of fries. They'll be piping hot, sea salted, maybe a little chives on top, right? Maybe today the thing that I'm going to give a fry about is I'm going to get super invested in these characters in this show and I'm going to binge watch the crap out of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that's, it's okay too. That's that's where my bucket goes sometimes, but that's, you know. But you, have I, to take, you have to take ownership of that decision though. Yes. I, I am making the decision to take... <laughs> 12 hours of my day that I certainly could be productive and making progress towards these other goals. I'm going to take this 12 hours. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to pull up this fresh bucket of fries that are super salty and I'm going to eat them and I'm going to invest these fries in this CV show. Yeah. And I think, but, okay. So if we look at it that way, so say we take a day off, which we're, we're both moms and employees and entrepreneurs. So that's not really a thing, but say we do. <laughs> Maybe that day, instead of I'm taking the day off or I'm not giving any fries to anybody, it's like, oh, well, I'm refilling my, like, I'm going to refill my own fry supply and just sit here and eat the bucket by myself. It's the same concept of I'm going to replenish myself. I'm going to be full so I can pour into you. I'm going to eat all the fries. So then maybe tomorrow I have a couple to get. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, again, I think of, I think of the fries kind of in terms of like time. Like in a lifetime, we only have so many fries to give. We only have we only have so much time in our life. And so how we choose to spend that time or what we choose to give a fry about, um, that that's gonna that's gonna dictate what direction our life goes and things that we accomplish or don't accomplish or whatever. And so when I think about a day taking a day for myself, if I know that giving a fry about myself and some rest is gonna allow me to spend my time better and those fries be more fulfilling okay. going into the next day, then so it can be a wise investment. But there are days that I've I've wasted fries on TV shows. Down Abbey's one of them, yes, actually. <laughs> but there's there's times that I've wasted that I've wasted time watching TV shows and just avoiding being productive. And it wasn't it wasn't fulfillment. It was just like wallowing because there was something that I was like giving a fry about that it was a waste of time to give a fry about. Mm, okay. So did you sit with those moments 
of binging or numbing out or however you want to categorize it. Did you sit with any shoulds in your head while you did that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then the guilt that goes along with that, like, man, I should really be like getting up and taking a walk right now. I should really be like opening up this thing to work on this stuff then putting the guilt on myself for not doing those things, but still not either of those thoughts motivating me to actually do the thing. So, so while you were in that period, did your should have a butt? Like I should, I should get to work. I mean, it had a, it had a butt, but it wasn't. Oh, it's going to be a great short. I had a, I had a, I had a butt, but it uh, wasn't, (laughs) wasn't valid. I should be doing these things, but I'm just not gonna, maybe in a little while. And then the procrastinator, the procrastinator takes over a little um there's a there's a TED talk he talks about the the procrastinating monkey in his head the procrastination I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes but he talks about there being like a procrastination monkey in his head and then it gets down to a deadline and the panic monster comes in and takes over I watched that TED talk and I thought wow this guy is like in my brain oh oof oof okay so I need to get this book about giving fries and then watch a TED talk, TED talk about monkeys and then turn on the Wizard of Oz while eating. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it's and all about having a plan, right? It's all about having a plan. And that plan is how to make yourself happy because ain't nobody else going to do it for you. Right. And sometimes it's French fries. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's actual French fries dipped in vanilla ice cream. I'm really hungry now, by the way. Chocolate frosty. Oh, girl. All right. So that this was this episode is brought to you by Wendy's. And they're, <laughs> they're that would be nice. but soon to be sponsoring. Soon, our soon to be sponsored. That we're giving about. <laughs> we could totally create a children's buck off of this. Let's let's take that one offline. You only have so many fries to give. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So does that wrap that up? Now we've got a book to write. Uh, that brings in another quote. If you find yourself constantly giving too many fries about trivial stuff. stuff that bothers you, chances are you don't have much going on in your real life to give a legitimate fry about anything. And that's your real problem. That's the pen. That's the pen person. That's the pen. That's the pen person. My $7,000 pen course is really just going to be... <laughs> learning learn to to give a fry about the right stuff yeah. learn why it matters if it's pink or blue it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't that's the real problem you know it's there's i do a lot of content work creating creating presentations training sessions stuff like that i can get so wrapped up in the details of that like doing that kind of design work on the slides one thing that i choose to give a fry about is if it has curved edges on the corners or not like this is something that's super important to me. I can't have anything with those straight edge corners on it. Whenever I'm creating content, it bothers me. Um, and I found out, I don't, I don't know why I started on that train, uh, but I did find out that there was some psychology attached to it. There's a TED talk about that too. I'll have to see if I can find it and put it in the, you find in the that show one. notes. And then we will, we'll bring this back maybe next episode or another one with, is that something you give an F about or are you a recovering perfectionist? And then we'll rabbit hole on the word perfection. But I say that to say, (laughs) I say that to say that when it comes to design and knowing what a good finished product looks like, I've, I've come to limit the amount of things because, you know, there are a, a lot of other things involved in, in creating some kind of content that I used to give more fries than I needed to. And so I've really pared that down 
to like the curved edges and just certain visual elements that I know are important, uh, especially if it's something that I have to deliver in a shorter time frame because you can't care about all the things and have enough time to do what you want to do and what you need to accomplish. And so I think that's kind of a good analogy for, you know, the broader looking at your life. Are you going to care about just the curved edges because that's something that's important to you? Or are you going to care about the curved edges and how many words are on a page and how many, um, how much space is between each line on the page and how much space is between each word on a line? And so you can't, you can't care about everything. You can't give Mm -hmm. fries about everything. Mm -hmm. Even with that kind of, you know, professionalism, like you were saying before, your professionalism, how many fries do you give to where? What is really valuable? I love it that you've you've narrowed your fries of perfectionism down to a few curved edges. (laughs) The the curved edges thing is a big deal to me, but most of the things you think are important, a lot of people wouldn't even notice. You have to have that perspective of how important is this in the bigger picture? Just remember... No one is ever responsible for your unhappiness, but you. And you said something earlier about that, that being a hard pill to swallow. It is. Yeah. Cause we want to, we want to look, well, I'm unhappy. It must be your fault. And then Will Smith will bring in the knowledge and be like, that's you. You got to figure that out. I can't make you happy. It's not going to be a thing. Well, those fries, they can just support your happiness. But you got to figure out why. Well, and half the time, the stuff that we're choosing to give a fry about isn't supporting our happiness. Mm -mm. No, it's not. It's not the journey we're on and we don't even know it. This is exactly why I don't watch the news. I'm a super empathetic person. And I want when I not that I've never watched the news or don't ever. But as a general habit, I choose not to because I'm super empathetic and I'm watching these stories. I hear these stories about these people getting shot or, you know, all these different things that are happening. And I start to think beyond what's on the screen to who is this person? Who is their family? What is their family going through right now? And I'll just like sit there and cry. And that's a horrible situation. There's nothing that I specifically can do about that thing. And so am I going to sit here and cry about some person who I don't know, never met? Am I going to cry about their situation? Or am I going to think about what can I do in my position with the people that I'm interacting with to make the world a better place? Yeah, you have to. You have to make you full and you happy so you can help the others around you. Right. And not not at the detriment of others. No, absolutely not. And it's not that I don't give a fry about the world mm-hmm. or about the people on the news. But if I'm consuming your toxicity, you just ain't my bucket without my permission. Mm. That's my bucket. Get your hand out. I appreciate you. Go over there. If my bucket is full and these people that I can affect and that I actually share with is full, then maybe our community will spread a little bit from there. But if I turn on the news and I'm willingly absorbing that, woof, no, mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, thank you. Nope. No, All thanks. for your fries. But right now my bucket is secluded. I'm going to turn that off. I'm going to pick up a book. Yes. And or I'm going to get this book. <laughs> Or I'm going to turn on a Zoom session. Yes. Yeah. And how? So I think I think we should come back to this um, after you've read the book and have even more of a conversation because there's this. I I when I first got that book, I listened to I listened to the audio book and I listened to it twice within the course of a couple of weeks because there are just so many really good nuggets to pull out of that. Yeah. Um, and it's a great reminder. Uh, it's something that I always go back to. Wait a second. What am I doing? Is this something that I really need to use one of the limited fries I've got available? Like, do I want to give it to this? No. Definitely. This can stay here. I'm going to go over here. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we'll come back after I absorb that book. 
<laughs> All right. I'm I'm hungry. We've done pretty good with this topic. Any final thoughts before we close this one out? No, I like fries. Let's go get some. Let's go get some fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> French fries. A tasty French fries. Support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash clearing chaos. 